Sell Your House, episode number two. Welcome to Sell Your House. This is the show where we talk about everything related to selling a home. Whether you're a newbie or an experienced pro, there are things that we can all learn in order to get top dollar for our houses. My name is Cliff Holmes from Holmes Property Firm, where we help people find solutions to challenging real estate situations. On today's show, we'll be talking about the pros of cons, pros and cons of renting versus selling. Which option is best for you? Selling is not always your only option. So we're going to talk about that today. So sit back, relax, and let's get to it. So I want to start off today's show with uh, just a little bit of research. Um, Pew Research, which is a research organization, they conducted a study and they found out that more households are renting now than at any point in the last 50 years. So clearly, Renting is on a rise. Now, I'm sure people smarter than me will dive deeper and say that's because millennials, blah, 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 and all the other stuff. It seems like everyone's solution to things are because millennials, and then insert your take here. Uh, every Millennials aren't the solution or the answer to everything, but people use millennials as the reason why certain things are happening in our economy, in our country. So... Um, there may be people out there who think that this is happening because millennials, millennials, millennials. I don't know. I'm not blaming on millennials. However, more people are renting now more than ever. So when thinking about selling your house, you don't always have to sell. As I said before in episode one, selling is an option, but it's not the only option. You could definitely consider renting out your home. I can tell you personally, me and my family were faced with this situation. We were going to be moving out of our house and I did not want to, I didn't have time, did not want to get the house seller ready. I didn't want to get the house ready for a new buyer um, because the house needed, it, it wasn't, it wasn't in bad shape at all, but uh, I, I just didn't want to go through all the steps that it would take to get the house ready to have buyers. So we made a decision to sell, to rent. And it was one of the, the best decisions I could have ever made. Now, there have been challenges, but we made the decision to rent the house rather than sell it. And so we're renting it now. So on today's show, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of renting versus selling. And so let's talk about the, the pros for renting. So you decide to rent your home. And the, the first pro for renting a home, renting prevents selling as a loss. So you're faced with renting versus foreclosure. So you could sell, you could either foreclose or you could just rent your house out. You could, of course, you still have to move because you can't keep up the mortgage payments. But in order to avoid foreclosure, you can just rent your house. And the beauty about renting is that someone else is paying the mortgage. So when you rent your home out, you rent for more than your mortgages in most cases, unless you have a really horrible mortgage, really horrible interest rates. In most cases, you're renting it out for more than your mortgage and someone else is paying off the mortgage and then you get a little extra money to do whatever after you know after you pay off the, the mortgage payment with the rent you get. So, um, like I said, number one, you avoid foreclosure. For some people, that's real. Some of you may have listened to this and foreclosure is the farthest thing from your mind. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people 
in our country that foreclosure is is something real and they're facing it all the time or you know people face foreclosure pretty frequently okay so next thing um renting over time could create an income stream for you and your family this is the second pro again renting over time could create an income stream for you and your family so wouldn't you love to have an extra 200 300 400 500 a month um without much effort you know you're you're not you're not out there selling goods. You're not driving cars, delivering packages or anything. You're, you're just renting out your home. You're living somewhere else. Someone is living in the home you rented out. And you're making an extra $200, $300, $400, $500 a month. Um, who would not want that? So that's that's great. Um, and like I said, another pro, someone else is paying down your mortgage. So you have a mortgage on the home. Let's say the mortgage is $100,000. Someone else is paying down that mortgage. And eventually... That mortgage will be completely paid off. So that's a great thing that you're you have this home that you own and that someone else is paying off the mortgage. So right now they're paying off the mortgage and they're making their monthly rental payment. You take the rent, uh, you take the rent amount, you use portion to pay off the mortgage, the rest you keep. And then over time, what happens is the mortgage is completely paid off and then the money that you, your take-home money is a lot greater because there's no more mortgage payment to deal with. So that's a, another benefit of renting. Another uh, pro is that renting will give you added tax deductions. Now, you're definitely going to want to speak to an accountant about all the deductions you can get, but there are, the government is designed for us to own homes. The way the tax code system works is designed for us to own property. So Talk to an accountant, a knowledgeable accountant who understands property ownership, property management. He or she will be able to tell you all different kinds of deductions that you'll be able to get with this rental property. Um, you know, things like capital gains and all these other kinds of depreciated value and all these all these other terms. Um you know, broke advertising, broker's fees, cost of repairs, you know, all, all these other terms that go into um, the the factors uh, of tax deductions when renting a house. Talk to an accountant, he or she, a, a knowledgeable accountant. Every accountant is not knowledgeable, but find yourself a knowledgeable accountant. He or she will be able to walk you through all this and, and give you the proper information so you can see the benefits, the tax benefits that you can um, plan on it receiving through renting a house. Another pro for renting, the property will provide income to you after you retire. So you can rent this property out for the rest of your life. And yeah, there may be times when, of course, as you get older, the property itself will get older, and there may be repairs that need to be made, and you have to pay a little bit of money for that. But you'll have income well after you retire. So once you stop working your, your current job, your income property will still be generating revenue. So you won't not only will you have your retirement to live off of and any other money, any other investments you may have made, but you'll have the money from this rental property that you've kept and that you've had, and that will be another supplement to your retirement income. So it's a great thing that you got this money come in and you're retired and, and money's still rolling in. Who, who does not want that? Um, so let's get to the the cons of renting because, you know, I 
while I'm a fan of renting a home or having a rental property and renting out, there are some downsides to it that we want to discuss. And the number one con that a lot of people say is dealing with tenants. I don't want to deal with people. I don't want to deal with tenants. I don't I don't want to have to 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 collect physically collect work from people. I don't want to have to worry about evicting someone and all this other kind of stuff. Well, even though it's a con, there is a solution to that and it's called property management. I use a property manager. I'm a big proponent of property management. Let somebody else do all the stuff that you don't want to do. Yes, they take a fee, and it's it's a, a few a small percentage of the rent, and it, it varies from property manager depending on where you live and what kind of property it is. But it's a small percentage of, of the monthly income, the monthly rental income that you take in. You pay a property manager, and they deal with all the stuff. They're in charge of, of identifying tenants. I mean, you have you, you can tell them what requirements you want. You know, if you want pets in the house, you can have pets. Or if you don't want pets, you tell them, we're not renting to anyone with pets. Uh, you know, I know I know someone who rented a home, and yes, he was okay with pets, but the pets had to be a certain size. So if a dog was over a certain size, no, no dogs, and you could not have more than one dog. So you can have all kinds of stipulations on your rental property, and your property manager will kind of carry out your wishes. They'll, they'll collect the rent, and they'll make sure repairs get done if you need it. And property managers, a good property management company, they may have their own in-house handyman that can handle some things, so you wouldn't have to hire an outside contractor to, to fix a window or do other things. They'll have their own in-house, in-house people to kind of do some of the, the smaller jobs, uh, maybe some, some bigger things. They may have to, to hire someone on your behalf, but some smaller things, they may, they may um, be able to do that. I can tell you, with our property you know, maybe a month after we we rented it, um, the refrigerator died. So property manager took care of it. Of course, we had to pay for it, but property manager went out, found a, a comparable refrigerator to the one that was already in the home, went out, purchased it, made sure it got delivered to the house, made sure it installed, and it was up and running. Um, so the property manager takes care of all that thing for you. So I'm a big proponent of, property, of having a property manager. So yes, there are tenants to deal with, but... You can, and this sounds elitist, but you can hire people for that. And so, um, and if you have a desire to own multiple properties, you probably would not want to to be doing that, to drive around to from tenant to tenant. I know people who, who do that, and, you know, they yes, they save some money by managing the properties themselves, but, you know, they have to harass tenants sometimes for money and have to worry about eviction and do all this other kind of stuff. Well, you know, a property manager knows much more about, A, finding tenants and dealing with difficult tenants than I do. So I hired a property manager and let them do those things. So I'm a big proponent of property management, even though dealing with tenants, most people will see as a con to renting out a home. I'm a big fan of, of solving that with a property manager. Another con is that cash reserves are needed. So you will need to have, and I had to be better about this in the beginning, you will need to have uh, you will, you will want to have some cash reserves because let's say your property doesn't rent. And there's a period of time where, uh, you know, you're between renters and you're going to need to have some cash on hand to be able to pay off the mortgage. Uh, if the, if there is still a mortgage on the property, because you don't have a renter to take care of that. So that's going to be your job. So somebody's going to have to pay off the mortgage of the house. The bank is still going to want their mortgage. The bank doesn't care that, your, your home is not renting, your rental property doesn't have any tenants, the bank still wants a mortgage payment and you still have to make those payments. So 
vacancies are inevitable in in owning a home and owning a rental property. Now, most people, you know, you don't, if you do everything right, you won't have multiple months of vacancies, but you may have a month that is vacant for longer than you want for whatever reason. So in that case, you know, you'll have those cash reserves to be able to pay off uh, the home mortgage and, and keep everything going properly. Okay, another con is that your tenants could damage your property. Now, in a perfect world, you'll have these wonderful tenants who treat your home fabulously and keep everything spotless and clean and the children don't make any damage and anything like that. But that's that's not the reality of the world we live in. Uh, you know, I had I, I rented a property before and my children definitely did some damage in the home that we had to pay for. So and that came out of the deposit that we put in. Uh, so. Damage is inevitable, and um, you know you have to. At some point, you this may be the home that you you lived in for a long time, but you have to detach, kind of detach yourself from that, and then understand this is a business now, and in business things will happen. So your home is no longer your the home that you you held, held sacred when you lived there. It's more of a business now. So, and damage to the property is. It's something that can happen. So you just got to kind of roll with it and understand that the property will get damaged and you repair damage. And, and now some tenant damage, the majority of, of tenant damage that your property will have will just be normal wear and tear. You know, just things, things, things get used over time. They don't look as great as it once did. Um, you know, at some point, the front door just doesn't look as fabulous as it did when you first bought it or when the tenant first moved in. Things happen. The floors, the carpet, over time, over the years, the carpet just won't look as great. Maybe need to be replaced. These types of things happen. Just, you just got to roll with it. Just roll with it. But a lot of people see this as a negative, and it is one of the downsides uh, to to owning a home. And to, to renting out a property. So another con is that, another con to to renting a property. If you try to sell your home while it's tenant-occupied, you could create challenges. So you may decide to sell your home, but you still have a tenant there. And not everyone thinks it's great having, having a rental property. There will be people who want to buy the home outright. And so you kind of limit if the tenant still has time on their lease and you're ready to sell, you kind of limit your your audience of who would be able to buy the home because, you know, not everyone will want to purchase a rental property. Some people want to make a purchase and live in it. And there'll be people who don't want to wait until your tenant moves out before they can then occupy the home. So. Um, your market may be smaller in terms of when you're ready to sell if a tenant is occupied. So the key to that is that you want to kind of decide to sell that falls in line with when the tenant's lease is up and then give them plenty of notice that you're selling the home, that they'll need to move out, yada, yada, you know, what have you. But that's a challenge that you may not be able to sell right when you want to for the reasons I mentioned that the, the tenant is occupying the home and um, you, you want to be able to cast the widest net when you put your house up for sale and you're kind of limited if the tenant still is on the home, still has uh, still has time on the lease because not everyone wants to own a rental property. Some people will just want to have a home that they live in with their family and that's it. So that's, that's one thing you're going to have to consider. Another con to renting, um, 
It may be more difficult to rent out if potential tenants know that potential buyers will be walking through the house and the house could be sold out from under them at any moment. Yeah, it's kind of tough. So what happens is if um, if you have a tenant and the tenant may be hesitant to uh, to live in the house if they know that you're going to sell at any point. So if a tenant wants to, it, it, it's it's like a it's like a business relationship, and, and the tenant wants to wants to have some kind of confidence that the house is not going to be sold, that they're going to be able to live there for the duration of the lease, and then you know halfway through the lease that you're going to up and sell the house. So you know you you have to kind of be careful with that. You want to be able to to give the tenant confidence that you know. You're going to take care of them for the duration of their lease, but that is one consideration. That's a negative thing that 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 um, some people may think that if the tenant does not trust that you'll be in the home or that the home won't be sold while they're living in it, they may be reluctant. So you may have a hard time finding tenants if they perceive that it's not gonna that's not gonna be part of the uh, duration of their stay. That sometime during their stay, during the time they're leasing the home, that it will be sold, that's something that will, that the tenant will, um, will cause them to, to lose, lose confidence and they may not want to purchase the home. So let's talk about selling. For those of you that looking forward to just selling the home, you want to walk away from it, don't want to do rental properties at all, don't want to rent it, don't want to deal with the hassle of renting or the benefits of renting, because I believe there are benefits, but some people just want to sell. So if you just want to sell, let's talk about this, the pros and the cons of selling. So the pros of selling is that uh, you make money right away and you can apply that money to the purchase of your new home. So if you if you move out of your house and you decide to rent it, you don't have any money. Well, you can't use the money from that, that previous house towards the purchase of your new house. I mean, you may have one month, one or two months of rent, but that's about it. That's not a significant down payment on a house. However, if you sell your house, you have cash right there. You have finances right there to have put towards your new home, to put towards a down payment or, or whatever uh, to pay down the balance of your home. However you want to use that, you have that that larger lump sum, which is going to be, you know, the double digit thousands of dollars as compared to, you know, one or two thousand dollars or, you know, three thousand dollars that you'll have from one or two months of rent. The other pro to selling is that no tenants. You have no tenants to deal with. You just sell the house and you walk away. Your relationship with the house is now ended. Don't have to deal with tenants. Don't have to deal with a finding tenants. Don't have to deal with how the tenant's going to upkeep the home and all that kind of stuff. You don't have that stuff to deal with. You just sell your house, make the transaction, wipe your hands of the home, and you walk away. And that's it. So um, those are really the, the big pros of selling your house. You you get that quick, large lump sum of cash. Don't have to deal with tenants, and you get to just walk away and move on with your life. So let's talk about the cons, the negative or the perceived negative aspects of selling your house. 
So sometimes you may have to sell your house at a significantly reduced price, or you may even take a loss on your house. So if you're what they call upside down on your home, you owe more than your house is worth. So you may owe $200,000 on a home, but the home may only be worth one seventy. So, you know, you're going to be selling it at a loss because if the home is only worth $170,000, nobody's going to pay that much. So you're going to be on the hook for that, that much money. So that's a negative. So you may and you may be forced to, to you may feel like you're in a situation where you have to sell and that's what you're looking at. Okay. Another uh con is that um there's no gain in value. So um you lose value when the market turns around. You you, you don't gain that that there's no gain in value when the market turns around. You don't have that um, if you have to sell a house. Another um, con is that there's no opportunity for income. So you don't have that income opportunity. You don't have that that tenant giving you that monthly rent, help paying down that mortgage. You you don't have that if you sell your home because you know the home. You, you just walk away, you sell, you walk away, you, you collect your money, that lump sum. But you don't have that opportunity for for income over time, for, in some cases, generational income. I mean, you could you could have a house and and rent it out, and you could be making income for generations. I mean, once you're gone, your children and your children's children can be making money off of this home uh, as a rental property, collecting income, but you lose that. So that's a negative aspect. Um when 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 you uh, decide to sell your house, and the last con is that um, you know you'll probably get hit for taxes. Now you'll definitely want to talk to an accountant who's a lot more knowledgeable in this area than I am, but you'll experience some tax consequences when you collect that big lump sum. So you sell your home and you now have. $50,000 of income that you didn't previously, that's not part of your normal income. You're going to have that one time hit of $20,000, dollars $50,000. That is going to be something that, um, that you're going to have to reconcile with the government. And you'll definitely want to talk to a tax professional or accountant to help you kind of navigate all, all of that. But that's going to be a real factor when you're trying to sell your house, when you do sell your house, because you're going to have that hit, that huge income hit, and you're going to want to talk to an experienced professional uh, to help you navigate that properly and reconcile that. So we've gone through a number of different ways. Have you decided which one is, is best for you? Just think about it. Like I said, I am a huge proponent of rental properties, owning property, but that's not that doesn't work for everybody, and it's not the best thing for them. And I think for me, I think renting a property outweighs the the benefits, outweigh the negatives. But this is a personal decision that you have to make, and not not everyone makes the same decision. And that's totally fine. You know, I think rent, renting a property is great. Having a rental property is wonderful. But, you know, I can't say I have friends who don't agree with me. You know, close friends who just would rather just have friends who just sold their home and walked away and then went on about their business. And they didn't want to do that. So it's really up to you how you want to manage your life. You may you may need that that lump sum that you get from selling or, or otherwise may not be able to um have somewhere to live. You know, I was in a position where I was able to have a place to live. I didn't need the money that I would have gotten from 
one big sale. Um, but renting a property definitely has its challenges that that we that you have to deal with, and you gotta there are punches that you're gonna have to roll with, and you're gonna especially if this is your first time, you're gonna have some growing pains, some things you're gonna have to learn that I think anyone who rents a home for the first time experiences. But um, like I said, the benefit. I like the fact that I have steady income um, that's that will in, have the potential to be generational income um, for years down the road after I retire, after I'm gone and my children can operate it and my children's children will have that, that income. And if and one property can turn into two and two can turn into six and six can turn into ten and you have all these this collection of income properties that are generating revenue every month, I like that possibility. But that... That doesn't work for everyone. That doesn't. Have, that's that's the reality that I want, but it definitely doesn't have to be the reality that you want. At the end of the day, you have to sit down with your with your key decision makers, whether that's you know your spouse or your partner or whomever, um, your family members. You have to decide which is the best situation for you. And for that time, you may have a home. You may decide to sell this time, but next time you may decide to rent. So. Just because you do something once, don't have to do that same thing every time you're faced with this situation. Every situation is different, so you have to decide which is best for you. You want to sit down with your with your decision-making team, the people who help you, the people who, help, who influence you the most, who help you make good, sound decisions, and decide what's best for you. Which way do I want to go? What direction do I want to go in? Do I want to sell? Do I want to rent? It's... It's not an easy decision to make, um, and it, but it's an important one because a house is one of the biggest investments, the biggest purchases, um, the, biz, the biggest transactions that most people make in their lifetime is the buying and selling of a house. Um, most people, the average person, won't make any, any other financial transaction bigger than that. So you just you want to uh, think about it. You want to be careful. Make sure you make the right decision. At the end of the day, um, you know people like me will tell you what they like to do. But at the end of the day, you have to do what works best for you. So that is our time for today. If you enjoy this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could go to iTunes, leave an honest review. If you want to know more about buying and selling homes and real estate and all that kind of stuff, you can go over to homespropertyfirm.com. Again, that's homespropertyfirm.com. We have a lot more content there for you to take a look at. Um, you know, Let me know what you think about the content there. You can also follow us on Facebook at Homes Property Firm on Facebook. Once again, at Homes Property Firm on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram at just... On Twitter and Instagram at Homes Property. I was about to say just Homes Property, but somebody would type in just Homes Property and that would be a mess. So Homes Property on Twitter and Instagram and Homes Property Firm on Facebook. Follow us. I put lots of content on social media, content that I create, content from other people, just to help people understand the real estate and buying and selling homes and all that kind of stuff. So join me on social media you can also check out our youtube channel uh, youtube.com slash homes property firm lots of information there as well Uh, so until next time thank you for tuning in i really appreciate it until next time take care and god bless